Trying to be doing that bullshit. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Welcome back, BS with Brian Simpson. If you've been following along, there's finally a resolution as of yesterday to the Best Buy debacle. They gave me what I paid for. They didn't give me any discounts or bonuses or apologies or any of that. They just and I had to go get it. I had to go get it from a store because you know shipping was a problem last time. But finally, almost one month after I ordered the TV with next day shipping, it is in my house that I had to put it there myself. So there you go. Success? Best, best, Question mark? I guess. I guess. Which is so weird because if I go if when I, when I go into a Best Buy store, I usually don't have any problems. I mean, a lot of the people that work there don't know what they're talking about, but I usually know already know what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and it's so weird because people will bother you and go, "You need any help?" Like they can help you. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you don't know you don't know anything about any of this. But I usually don't have an issue like returning things or like when I walk in the store. But but Best Buy dot, dot com that's a motherfucking nightmare. That is a fucking nightmare. You know, this ain't. It just ain't what it is. It just ain't it. And it sucks because it's really your only option if, unless you go with, like, a local boutique place. But that'll make it difficult for you if you move or, you know what I mean? Right. So I think from now on, if I buy a fancy, if I buy anything expensive, I'm, I'm going to probably do it through Amazon. Or... That's how they get you, dude. That is how they get you. You got to go to the evil corp because they do... <laughs> Because Amazon does have the best. I mean, don't get me wrong. See, the, another problem with Amazon is, like I said before, if you buy, if you buy, if you buy it and you don't pay attention that the seller isn't Amazon, that could lead you to other issues because the, because the sellers know how to finesse you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They try to they try to charge me a fifty percent restocking fee on the on the on the uh, the, the Neo G nine monitor I bought fifty percent right. restocking fee for a product that I was returning because it was defective. Right, so they're not going to resell it. They can't put it back right. on the shelf. It's not. It's just a way for them. They're trying to because this happened. I did this happened before with me with a bicycle. Right, I bought a bike mm. on Amazon because it was during the pandemic, and I was like, "Oh boy, just go out and ride around." You know? and, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, and it was a pretty expensive bike. But the, but the problem the problem isn't the price; it's the bulkiness of the item because because if you trying to return that motherfucker, they're not coming to get it. You got to take mm. it somewhere. So, you know, it's like the whole reason I, that you had it shipped is because you don't have the means. You, you know, it's like if you if you if you buy 80 some inch TV, you're not putting that in the back of no fucking hatchback. You know what I mean? You, right, right, right. You have to have it delivered. And if you decide that you don't want the motherfucker anymore, or it's, it's, it's defective or whatever. Now you're responsible for getting that big ass thing to the UPS store. You know what I'm saying? That's like with the um, with the mattresses. You know, they have all those mattress companies and they ship it to your house and it's right. vacuum packed and they have like a. Hundred day return policy, or whatever. Right. And if you call them up and try to send it back, you can't get it back in that box or anything. And usually they just say, "Okay, you just got to donate it somewhere." They don't. You don't even have to send it back. Right. It's impossible. It's and impossible. you and you slept on it. Yeah. The, and the used mattress market is not booming out here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's the one thing that I'm not taking. I forget who I forget who tried to give me a mattress. Year a few years ago, you know, and they were and I'm like. Oh, well, why are you getting rid of your mattress? And like, uh, and, and I forget what his answer was like. Well, you know, it's just time. And I'm like, what? You, what does that mean? 
is it is it the, okay? Is, I'm 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 I'm, a, I'm gonna assume you're a decent person. It's not bed bugs. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's still somewhat comfortable. It's like, yo, it's big, top of the line. It was a California king. It was, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well then, why are you getting a new one if it's so awesome? <laughs> what was their answer? Uh, well, I forget what their answer was, but it's not important. The point is, <laughs> yeah. if somebody has a mattress long enough where there's nothing wrong with it and they're getting a new one, then it, 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 it's still full of all their juices and sweat and whatever mites that are part of their bio sphere or whatever. You know how you have like a different yeah, yeah, yeah. different shit, on, different organisms on your motherfucking... Uh... Like, like how your gut flora is right, unique. Right, right. You, you, have, you have skin. You have skin flora. You know what yeah. I mean? That's like, have you ever heard of those uh, those treatments where for like IBS and stuff like that, they oh, take yeah, yeah. Uh, they take some poop from somebody else take in your family? poop from somebody else in your family. Yeah, I seen a, a mother. I, well, this was years ago. I only heard, read about the one time. I saw a mother, um, goddamn, she took some gut bacteria from her daughter and she fucking lost a bunch of weight and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. And I'm like, wow. And I think they like, they take it and like reduce it down to a pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got to swallow a pill of your daughter's shit. But yep. but you know what? People do weirder shit to look young. Yeah, and and they've done studies on uh, they've done like mice uh, mouse studies where they can like uh, increase athletic performance in certain mice by transferring gut flora from one from athletes. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, you know, athlete mice. Yeah, you know. I'm surprised these athletes ain't out here selling their poop for that very reason. <laughs> Hey man, you know you I gotta mean, get on OnlyFans. Bro, Maybe they get, are. You gotta get these out here. Um, your boy Mitch McConnell said something crazy last week. My boy, he, yeah, yeah. He said, <laughs> uh, he said. I mean, he basically implied that <laughs> that uh, that the recession was being caused by the fact that Americans are flush with cash because of the stimulus. Oh yeah, because of eight hundred dollars from two years ago. <laughs> He think that that because that 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 goes to show you how out of touch a lot of our politicians are, right? Like they really have been anyone that's been in anyone that's been a politician in D.C. for this long is rich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody, even your favorite guy. Yep. Even Bernie. Even AOC. You know, it doesn't matter what party they belong to or or what uh what values they profess. If they stay, if they stay in D.C., they're getting rich. They got, you know, they get speaking engagements. They get to, you know, they get basically bribes that, you know, because the line between a bribe and lobbying is kind of blurry there. But they all you have to participate, you know, and you have to participate or they won't they won't let you stick around. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's weird when you hear one of them. Um. And, and, you know, the thing is, not only are they rich, but because being rich doesn't automatically make you out of touch. Right. But they are the reason a lot of the reason most rich people are out of touch is because being rich makes it almost impossible to not separate yourself from the experience of the average person. Right. Right. Your day to day life becomes, you know, it's like all of a sudden you're not, you know, you're not stopping at the gas station. All of a sudden you're not going grocery shopping. All of a sudden mm-hmm. you're not flying in an you know in an air in a passenger plane. You're you know what I mean? It's like you start flying private and having chauffeurs and chefs and and drivers and mechanics and then all of a sudden it's like your life is a different 
experience. And so you just don't get like you like remember when they asked Mitt Romney like how much he thought a gallon of milk was? Sure, yeah, they do that with like Bill Gates too. Right. Once Mm -hmm. you get rich, even if you don't have to be a bad person, but it's just uh, you can buy your way out of all the inconveniences that take up so much time in the average person's day. You never have to go to the bank. You never have to wait in line at the grocery store. You never have to do your own laundry, et cetera, et cetera. You never have to clean your own house, you know? Oh, yeah. You never have to drive to work. Yeah, and so it's it's that. So, and so you know, he thinks... Um, he thinks that $800 from two years ago will make you flush with cash. You know? Like, he re- I, I right. think he really... He really believes that, you know. I've tried to fight it, but I I think I've turned total cynic. It, I just, I'm 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 just tired. I think I think I'm gonna move fully onto the dark side. Welcome. I'm encouraging people, man. You know, I feel like it would be way more effective for you to burn something down than to vote. You know, if you destroy the right building. <laughs> You know, you could change the world. I mean, remember, um, that's why everybody loved. Uh, well, that's the thing. I think rich people. And here's another thing. When I say rich people, I'm not talking about millionaires. I'm talking about billionaires. I'm talking sure. about people that are like ultra rich or people in the hundred millions. That's you could. That's 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 a gray area. You could go either way. But. But you can be a millionaire and still worry about paying your mortgage. You know, mm-hmm. you can be a millionaire and still worry about how you're going to pay for your kid's college or whatever. You're talking about people who those are not concerns. No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, where you could just, where's like Elon Musk, take, for example, you know, Twitter's trying to force him to buy, to, to buy Twitter, like he said, for $44 billion. He backed out of the deal at the last minute and they're suing him to try to make him do it. And the thing is, even if he loses that case, he's still good. <laughs> nothing's different nothing's gonna be different it's like except he'll just own twitter that it's a win-win either <laughs> either he either he's a billionaire that doesn't own twitter or he's a billionaire that owns twitter either way he'll get what he he'll he, he won't he'll be okay it's a win-win right still have nine children from four different yeah, mo- yeah. mothers he's, he's, he's on his nick cannon because it, it's yeah. it's, a, it's an ego thing i think i think he's having so many kids because 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 think about what, think about the mentality you have to be to, ha- to the, the mentality you have to have to be a billionaire and just busting in these hoes raw, just going up and everything raw, and you you a billionaire, a trillionaire, damn near, right? I mean, you it's really not- he's really on some fifty cent. Remember when fifty cent said, "Have a baby by me, baby, be a millionaire." <laughs> that some people he didn't mean that, but but Elon means it. Nick Cannon means it. They're like, whatever, like, either I'm doing it raw or I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? You just got a breeder fetish, man. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. Everybody's, everybody wants to do it raw. Everyone's, every, people, most people are out here doing it raw. But I don't know. If I had a billionaire, I'd probably have a vasectomy or something. Like maybe, or maybe like after kid number six, maybe you, maybe you get, get snipped. I don't know. He's trying to, he's trying to put together a baseball team. Yeah. But I, 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 I what I mean is, I just feel like if you're a billionaire, if you're a trillionaire, if you're the richest man in the world, you're not having babies that you don't want to have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There are multiple. So every solution to that problem is available to you up to and including assassination, bribery, 
um, straight up payoffs and denials. Um, and then he fucked one of the girls that worked at one of his companies, and that that's that's an issue, I guess. But not not if you're a billionaire. Not if you not if you're world just man. What, wasn't it artificial insemination? Wasn't it uh, IVF? I don't think so. I think it was IVF with well, at least for the woman that was on the board, right? I don't know. I, I have never heard that let's, talk. Let's see, Elon Musk, IVF. Because if that's true, it, which means that he had the child on purpose. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk had two more children last year with Siobhan Zylus, 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 a top executive at his company Neuralink, according to court documents obtained by Insider. The twins were reportedly born weeks before the Tesla founder and musician Grimes had a baby daughter via surrogate in December 2021. Uh... The reason why this came out is because there was court documents where Musk and Zylus filed a petition to change the twins' names to have their father's last name and contain their mother's last name as part of their middle name. Uh, I'm seeing where the... uh, Where's the thing about the IVF? Well, the thing is, because I don't know how much validity there is to that because who has a secret IVF baby? I mean... I don't think it was secret. No, we didn't hear about it until just now. Well, it, and most of the, and, and they don't because here's the thing: they not only don't they have his last name, but no one knew until now, and that usually smacks of, you know, that's a baby that I don't want people to know about. Well, but know? but it, it came out it it came out when they tried to change their name, right? So maybe right? now so, he's like, I want uh, I want him to have my last name. But but Fair back enough. then, you know, or maybe he just didn't want Grimes to know. Maybe he was a secret. But who secret? But this thing, who the fuck has IVF with their mistress? Wow, Elon, you just out here breaking periods. Just a bunch <laughs> of firsts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you, uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. I would love to ask the motherfucker. I don't, maybe he's sensitive about it. You know, but that that's peculiar to me. That don't make sense. You're the world's richest man. You out here having IVF and you already got well, at this time, I, I, at this time, you got six kids and one on the way from your wife. Yeah, and now you haven't you, and so then you have Ivy. Okay, I, I'm a, I'm a cop. I'm gonna stop talking as though it's true until you find the source. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, whatever. I, I I can't speak on that man's money, but like I said, I mean, maybe maybe he's like I'm a trillionaire. What could a bitch possibly take from me? You know what I'm saying, and and here's the thing too. He's not having because I don't. I didn't even know he had the six other kids. I thought he just had a kid with Grimes. No, he's got a whole a whole litter. Okay, um, I, I you know I, I'm having trouble finding confirmation that he did do IVF with yeah. Zealous or Zylus. So yeah, that doesn't make yeah. logical sense to me. So maybe you know maybe it's true, maybe it isn't. But the point is, IVF or not. Like I said, the 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 world's richest man is not having kids that he don't want born. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, and maybe, and maybe his thing is, and 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 I can't all the way blame him for this. Maybe his thing is, I'm such a genius that if I meet another woman that that has high level intelligence, I gotta knock her up. <laughs> the world needs people that's as smart as me. From all walks of life. So if I meet if I meet a smart chick, she getting the, she getting this penis. I'm shooting the club up. 
right? I'm busting insider. I could understand. I could understand if you were the world's richest man and you thought you were one of the smartest people in the world, mm-hmm. and you th- also thought that intelligence was the solution to humanity's problems. Why wouldn't you fuck as many smart women as you could, or as many women that were intelligent in in in, in various different ways? I mean, just just experimentally, if you could contr- like if you if you had a Sims mm-hmm. for Earth. You would make the smart people fuck the smart people. You like you would set it up that way. So the smart people, be, and this is not people. Don't understand. I mean, that's eugenics. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's a strong word. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, it is what it is. Well, yeah, but th- that's but eugenics is a loaded term, right? Because that also implies that I'm keeping stupid people from having babies, or lesser people, or people that I view as lesser, right? You know, I would just say it's 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 selective breeding without the without the evil side of it's not the evil side of eugenics. It's the right. Okay, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if I'm just going, if I'm just finding the world's smartest people and going, y'all fuck each other. I don't know of eugenics and all the con all the things that come along with that. Because if you just say the word eugenics to people, they they're they're not thinking of what I'm saying. They're thinking of like the evil shit that happened to black women. Yeah, but I think it's also it's also the 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 part where it becomes eugenics is his belief that his genes are more important than other people's. He's so smart that his genes must flourish, right? Right, right. That that's the eugenics part, and that that's a step. But like I said, can you blame him? I mean, listen, look, he is one of the smartest people in the world. No, he's not. No, no. So not. okay, I forgot you hate Elon Musk. Okay, I don't hate him. I just, well, uh, I, you, I, you, I, I think he, I think, okay. I think his public image is a little bit of bullshit. I'm not gonna say hate, but you definitely are not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, and I don't buy the, I don't buy the public image of him. Okay, okay, but okay, but so let's say we're not talking about him. Let's say sure. we're talking about someone that's actually. Let's say we're talking about uh, goddamn Hawking or okay. somebody like that. You would not prefer that Hawking breed. Over say, um, uh, say uh, Herschel Walker Jr. I'd rather I'd rather Herschel Steve Hawking Jr. I'd rather um Herschel Walker. I would I rather I rather Stephen Hawking have kids than Herschel Walker have. Did you see this man? The last Did you see him trying to explain? Um, climate change to a group of people, and I think it was in Alabama. Oh yeah, about like China's air comes over here. Yeah, of our yeah. Air so pl- or some just bullshit. play, just play the end of the clip right here. Control the air. Our good air decided to float over to China. Bad air. So when China gets our good air, their bad air got to move. So it moves over to our good air space, and now we got to clean that bike up. My God. That dude is running for Congress. And and this is this is why the, to me the most dangerous people on the planet are not the stupidest people. It's the people that are ha- that are half smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They do just enough to think they don't need to know more. They it's you know, it's the uh it's the intellectual equivalent of skipping leg day. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like they get they get strong enough upper body strength and they go, I can handle most things. I don't need to beach go muscles e- only I don't ben, go, bench yeah. press and, beach, and preacher. Curls. I don't need to go any further than this. It's like, that's that. That's what it's like. This guy, he learned a little bit about wind <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and now he's talking to a group of people that know nothing about wind. Right and now they going to come away with this. 
and and these the fact that this dude this is why I'm turning full cynic now the fact that this dude even has a chance the fact that he is endorsed by one of the major parties and this should alarm you you should be I don't know man I feel about America the same way I feel about being a, a, a Washington Commanders fan it's like I can't bring myself to love someone else. <laughs> Man, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to be. Because we're, we're doomed. It's like Congress is getting dumber. Because all they care about is winning. So they'll put anybody they think they can win. Even the stupidest motherfucker that ever walked the earth. You know. There's like two ex-NFL stars who are running for Congress right now. It's crazy. Who's the other one? Jerome Davis. Jerome Davis. Is he a conservative or a He's liberal? a conservative in Arizona. He had did you see that did you see the, the video that he put out, the commercial? Mm-mm. Oh dude, let me show you this. I'm sorry, Jerome Davison, not Davis. Jerome 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 with an N. Jerome Davids. AR fifteen for self defense. Oh wow! Okay, somebody walking with a spike bat. Democrats like to say that oh. no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense. A Klansman that with no a spike one could bat. possibly need all thirty rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in Klan hoods, you just might need that semi-automatic and all thirty rounds. That is, that is, wow. Wow. The best part is that the Democrats and the Klan hoods somehow don't have guns. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they are Democratic Klansmen. I mean, they're liberal Klansmen. Yeah, that's, listen, all of us... (laughs) All of us know about the leftist Klansmen out there. Mm-hmm. Huh? They out there, they're the the, the vegan Klansmen that don't believe in guns. That's running up on the on on these Republican households. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah, you should be prepared for that for sure. I'm sure that 100 percent of Klansmen voted for Biden in uh, 2020. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we already we got we we know guys. All these lefty Klansmen out there um, are a problem. And I'm and if I hadn't seen this commercial, I wouldn't have known. Uh-huh. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. A bunch of <laughs> it's, to go back to the thing about the. It was a cool looking commercial, though. I'll give them that. I mean, if I yeah. if there was no volume, I would be like, wow, that looks cool. <laughs> I would have thought it was about something completely different. That's what's so funny about it is it's just. It it is like an ad from an alternate universe. Right. It's like because it's weird that he had to make he had to he had to specifically say that those Klansmen were Democrats uh-huh. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying that's, that's wild even though well, listen I, it's, I, you probably can't see it from here but on their Klan outfits they have like where the blood cross is you know on like a Klan the red cross mm-hmm. they have a Democratic donkey and then they have a shoulder patch that says D on it for Democrat Right, right. Because that's an issue. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of racist people in the Democratic Party. Sure. I mean, they're they're just as racist. But uh, I'm pretty sure most of them are not in the Klan. Uh, 
I don't know, but, but, but again, why is this guy? Why? Why is it that whenever there is a there is a black Republican candidate, it's all it's always like the craziest, dumbest motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's always like somebody that thinks like this. Like they just live in a different. Uh, see, I, and, and here's the thing: I this has turned into a game. It's a game. Right, and I refuse to play. That's what it is. I don't care if this guy's a Republican or not. Like, because who? What difference does that make? Are they back? Are they supporting him? Yeah, of course. His um, in what state is this? Arizona, I believe. Wow. He is um. His uh campaign manager is uh, a QAnon conspiracy theorist named Baby Q, who claims to be from the future. That sounds made up. I, I believe his, his name is like Austin something. Austin so, Stein. So wait a minute. His campaign manager is a QAnon conspiracy theorist who claim named Baby Q, who claims to be from the future. That is correct. Yes. And he and uh, is he a rapper? No. Oh, I, well, you know what? I don't know. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say. Is that. he black? No, I think he's white. So a white guy named Baby Q. Yeah, a white guy named Baby Q. Claims to be from the future. That's correct. Running this man's Austin, campaign. Austin uh, Steinbart. Austin Steinbart. Mm, from the future. Okay. And and is this guy's campaign manager? Yes, sir. This, this is a sitcom. This is a sitcom. Because it, it, that's the thing. Is like, haven't we gotten so ridiculous that you can't? Because I'm a comedian. This is supposed to be a sort of funny podcast. And I'm supposed to have some have a funny comment about this, but what can you even it's, say? Right, it's so ridiculous that it's already as funny as it's, you know, because I feel like I feel like my skill is pointing out the ridiculous, you know, the the just out of your peripheral ridiculousness. My job is to go look, but this is so ridiculous on his face that it's not even anything to point out. It's it's just it sounds like you made it up. I can't. I, you know what? Let's let's move on to less depressing news. Whatever. I might end up moving to Costa Rica or something. <laughs> um, <clears throat> lots of things happen. I feel like I'm missing something major, which I always do every week. I I miss talking about something that is major. It, stuff's just happening too fast, man. Uh, Boris Boris Johnson resigned. That was a big story. And that's crazy to me. After like forty MPs resigned. Why did forty MPs resign? Well, they were they resigned to force him to resign, and he said, "I'm not oh, resigning." And then, like, because he lost the majority once they resigned. Well, right, they were they were they were resigning to show like no confidence in him, and it has to do. There's a bunch of different scandals with him. One of them uh, had to do with a series of parties that during lockdown uh, they they had. But uh, one of the things that really broke it was a um, there was a a serial uh, alleged serial sexual assailant or whatever whose name was Chris Pincher which you can't make that shit up okay uh, and that was one of the things that really took him down what, what, what did he have to do with Chris Pincher well he he uh, Boris Johnson appointed him as deputy whip uh, when there were all of these allegations surrounding him and then it became a big a big 
uh, question of you know how much did how aware was Boris Johnson of those allegations at the time? And initially they said that he didn't know anything about them, but then more information. It was a big mess, big mess. Yeah. I, well, I don't want to talk about British politics. I'm. <laughs> Because their their shit is even crazier than our shit. Even though somehow they're able to get some progressive shit done somehow more than us. Even though they have a queen that doesn't involve herself in politics for no reason. I don't know. Let's talk about James Webb uh, Space Telescope. Yes! Yes! That's the big news. James Webb Space Telescope released their first official image this week. And you know what's so funny about it? it this is, and this is what I hate. I fucking hate this. We made this mistake during the pandemic. And here we are back in politics. Because stop letting politicians talk about science. Okay? There are specific people who are science communicators. Neil deGrasse Tyson, Michio Kaku, Lawrence Krauss. People of that ilk. Bill Nye. That their specialty is conveying science in a way that the general public can understand with the least confusion and the most fascination. That's their whole job. Politicians always have a fucking bullshit agenda. They should not have let Joe Biden present this, right? Because And it bothers me because I have a lot of people that are... Um, because what happens is a lot of people that are not scientifically literate or not or have a or vaguely interested in science they become a, aware of something and 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 they get the they get the uh, the wrong impression like you've seen these some of these science media sites that'll be like evidence of life found on mars and then you read the article and it's like Oh, the, there was methane, which could be a compound. That right? It's not really what they're saying, but they just want the clicks. A precursor to right. a crystalline structure that may have contributed. Right. Exactly. And so the average person just gets the headline and then spreads the misinformation. And so I just I hate seeing people because I've been I've been lusting about the James Webb Space Telescope for a years, right? Over a decade. I've been talking about it on this podcast since the whole time since the very first episode. And and now I'm you know, I opened up Twitter or, or Instagram or something and, and it's like and it's like people that don't give a fuck about science are like talking about it and they're wrong and I don't have the energy to argue with them, so I just let it go. But I can talk about it on here. Yeah, so the James Webb Space Telescope basically released I don't want to say the equivalent of the Hubble Deep Field, but uh, was it the same area that it looked at? Yeah, it was Stefan's Quintet. Okay, which so, is like five large galaxies. It's a galaxy group. So, if you're not familiar, a long time ago, years ago, um, the Hubble telescope decided because the, the, okay, so here's the other thing: all the telescopes around the world, including the ones in orbit, the, the scientific community has to, you know, the, depending on who owns it and who runs it, they either have to pay for or reserve in some way time on the telescope because different scientists want to look at different regions and different objects for different reasons. And, and so, and you can't just have it forever, you know, so you, you have to organize the, the time. And so there just happened to be a, a big open time for the Hubble telescope. And they decided to stare at a blank part of the sky. 
um, but you know the way telescopes work is they they collect photons and and it stared it stared at this one black patch of the sky for what was it two weeks? Mm-hmm. That's right. And um, and when it was all said and done, the image that came out was that there were a shitload of galaxies in that little dark patch, basically. Um, and so the James Webb Space Telescope, which is supposed to have a resolution of how many times? The Hubble? Way more. Contains over 150 million pixels constructed from a thousand separate image files. That's like what the images are coming out. So that's a that's orders of magnitude. Right. Bigger. It's 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 not even it's like like the, the Hubble telescope is not even in the same fucking league as the James yeah. Webb Space Telescope. And they pointed it at the same patch of sky, and we could see even more galaxies and the ones we could see before even, even greater clarity. And it just you know if you've been waiting all this time for this because it was a, we had a scare a couple of weeks ago where there was a uh, something hit it and there's a hole in one of the things but it wasn't enough to fuck with like it's not enough to end the, the mission um, we had a little scare but man even like the stuff we're about to discover the things we're about to see it's it's crazy it's crazy um, and this this image is out there for whatever reason they had Joe Biden talking about it I mean do we really need to overload this guy with more stuff <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, he could barely can't take it. be where he need to be. I'm just sick of this shit. I'm sick of it always being some fucking old, decrepit motherfucker running everything, man. And you and you Biden defenders out there, it's like, look, okay, okay. Let me put it to you like this. Would you let Joe Biden take over your finances? Would you let Joe Biden budget, make your budget just for you? for your household would you let joe biden budget your money or or run any other aspect of your life no because you don't trust that old motherfucker he forget he tripping fall and it's like why do we keep making the same mistake over and over anyway that's again i wouldn't let him drive my dog to the vet honestly. i wouldn't let that <laughs> motherfucker do nothing i wouldn't even go eat dinner with the motherfucker that's how that's how little i wouldn't it, like okay look at me wrong if i walked out in the lobby and Joe Biden was out there. I would, I would shake his hand, take a picture. But if I, if I walked outside and I saw him across the street, I wouldn't be like, "Oh shit, that's Joe Biden." I wouldn't even cross the street to get a picture with Joe Biden. I'd hang out with Hunter Biden. That dude can party. Yeah, I mean, he know where the drugs at. But you know, but in all seriousness, it's like I just don't have no, I don't, I have no faith. I have no faith in nothing that's fucking happening. Maybe that's the goal of the opposition is to make us all lose hope. Right, which is why I feel guilty about being cynical, but I'm here. This is where we are. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I just don't know, man. The because the, 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 being a Democrat is just, man, it's like getting erections at the wrong times all the time. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like. Explain. It's like Ex- it's like expound upon. It's that. like when it counts, you can't get it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got rock hard during the pandemic. When it was time to get Trump up out of there, the fucking fever pit was happy already. And then it was like, uh, hey, abortion rights are under immediate threat. And they were like, oh, fuck. Fuck. It's like, that's what it's like. That's what it's like voting for for Democrats all these years. It's just like we just get we just get ill timed bonus. You know, we need a candidate that's Viagra. Are there any Democratic politician that you like? 
Man, it's been a long time. I liked um, uh, um, Andrew Yang. Okay. I liked um, what they call they, Donald Trump called her Pocahontas. Elizabeth Warren. I liked Elizabeth Warren. She's doing some good stuff right now. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren, she consistently be making sense to me, you yeah. know. But that's the thing. It's like... Uh, but she's just a senator. I mean, like, you know, she's just a senator, and she's kind of out over here with her own things. She has some good She has some good consumer protection listen, stuff. And, I, and, 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 and the thing is, she isn't beloved. Mm-hmm. She would make comments. She's a common sense person. But, but I think, listen, she would make a great addition to someone else's ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, because this is what this is what will blow, and they too stupid. They too stupid to know this. But what would blow shit, what would blow the roof off this motherfucker, is Michelle Obama running with Elizabeth Warren as vice president. We up in there. We up in there. That's a win. That's a W. See, see, this is see. I can see you over there, Rob. Your progressive shit turning because y'all be thinking about. Who is the best, and not who can win? That's well, I'd, the thing. I'd support. I'd support Michelle Obama. Would you? Yeah, of course. Oh, I thought you were rolling your eyes. But yeah, and I, I was wrong. more. I was more rolling my. I wasn't rolling my eyes. I was more reacting to uh, the the fact that there's no way they're ever going to do that. Oh no! Well, she's not going to run. Yeah, exactly. But they should. They should be on their fucking hands and knees begging her to run. They, they whatever it took to convince her to run, because that's a guaranteed W. That's a guaranteed W to me. But but again, they don't like those. They're, 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 it's almost like, you know what it feels like? It feels like, like, you ever watch any of the Marvel movies? Yeah. You know, just when you start giving a fuck about Loki, he just does some shit. <laughs> that's what, it, that's like, I just hate him. I hate him, but I can't bring my, it's like. My, well, they're the, like Loki, they're like born losers. Right. right? The, the alternative is this. Like, I don't think there's. Very many Democratic presidents talking crazy like this, like these people, you know, but, but, and so it's like, I'm choosing, and that's what, that's, that's, you know, you have to choose between, you know, a knife and a gun, which would, you know, head or gut, like, which which wound do you want, you know, it's, but you, you're never satisfied, you know, and, 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 and Obama was the last time I felt that feeling of satisfied, and that was such a, it wasn't a complete disappointment, but it was still like it was a reality check. It was like mm-hmm. there's no saviors. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that's going to come in and just sweep shit. You, you know, because that's the thing. Every time Democrats get power, they go, we we don't want to sink to their level and all of Yes, nigga, sink. Yeah. Sink. Yeah. Destroy motherfuckers. Threaten people. All that. Bribes. Everything. Because <laughs> the other side ain't playing fair. We're not playing fair. If 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 Biden talked about people the way that Trump talked about people, then he would jump fifteen points. Oh yeah! Polls. If Biden was our Trump, or or even if Trump was still a liberal, he would still win. If Trump was out there talking the shit he talking to conservatives, bro, the liberal, bro, we people would eat that shit up. They don't want to admit that that it's like it's not Trump you hate. It's that it's that he's not on your side. He's on the other side. That's what you hate about him. But it's like we need him. We need a Trump. We need somebody that don't give a fuck about none of the the proper uh, precedents and decorum and all that. We need somebody that's gonna be like, shut your stupid ass up. You know, that's I would love to see that. This is the clapback era. That's who winning. It's the people that the people that are that are that. 
charismatic, a little bit of a shit talker. I, I don't know, whatever. But 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 they keep going. It's like the, you know what it is. The Democrats have um, they have a list of people whose turn it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why they ran Hillary when they shouldn't. That's why they ran Biden instead of anyone else. Because they, it's like it's his turn. They they we've decided, it's his turn. That's why they ran Al Gore. It's boring ass. You play safe, right? Well, it's just but it's then it, they lose. It's you, like it's his turn. We all. It's like it's his turn now, and so it doesn't matter who's better. They ran. They ran him instead of um. What was his name? Howard Dean. Mm-hmm. Remember the. Remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah. He was We're just excited. Go to- it's crazy that that's what ended his whole shit. Was just getting excited with his voice cracked. That was the end of him. But a lot of people don't realize he, because his strategy was working. He he was the head of the Democratic National Committee when Obama won, mm-hmm. and they used the same strategy of like being, getting on getting online and Twitter and all this other stuff. Where there wasn't no presidents on Twitter before that, there was no candidates on Twitter tweeting. There weren't anybody with like little little like their campaign videos and stuff. They weren't on Facebook and all that. Well, a little bit, but he went all out online when candidates before that just what it just didn't even occur to them. I mean, but to your point about Al Gore, though, I mean, Al Gore did win. They just he just didn't fight. I mean, the facts because you know the, you look back at the at the count in two thousand, they stopped that count, and Al Gore rolled over, right? Because Amy Cohn, Amy Comey Barrett was down there with Brett Kavanaugh and John Bolton. <laughs> Three, three people we've seen since then, and they they were instrumental in stopping the count in Florida. And if they had not done that, if the DNC had fought, if Al Gore had not been tried to be the bigger man and say, you know what? Well, you know what he wanted he wanted to avoid a constitutional crisis. And actually, I think it was the, the Supreme Court stopped it, right? Yes, yeah. They, but but I mean, there 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 were other there were other avenues they could have gone through to continue the fight and not give up on it but Al Gore they yeah well he thought which and I and I would argue that he was right it would have created a constitutional crisis and we've never I don't know if we could survive such a thing you know maybe we don't deserve to survive such a thing <laughs> yeah yeah and how are we back still talking about politics even when I try Sorry. not to uh, fucking Rob don't blame me for that uh, oh, yeah, you're the one that brought up Biden yeah, you're right. And why did I bring up Biden? Because he was the one that presented put out the James, the, the yeah, James, the James Webb. Um, but yeah, if you if you a science person, James Webb, it's the future. The image is out there. I don't know why it's only one image because I feel like I should be able to look at every image that comes from James Webb like right away. And I feel like maybe they're taking more than one. Um, but also, there's multiple instruments on the James Webb, mm-hmm. so there's probably other image. There's probably other images from the same photo. If that makes any sense. Um, yeah, the the big image that they're showing is a composite that they have made for public consumption, but there are hundreds of images that are already available, and then there's tons of data. Oh yeah, and that's and the thing is, what a lot of people don't realize too is that the James Webb the James Webb is mostly a data. Yeah, sat, it's it, you know it's mostly a data telescope. It's not the pictures are. A big, huge part of it, but its its main purpose isn't to 
get color image because a lot of the things to the, the images you're seeing those colors aren't actually what the images look like mm-hmm. they're just being um I forget what the word is but there's a there's an artist that are making the colors so that you understand what you're looking at yeah you know but <clears throat> anyway it's like when they show artist renditions of how like a bee sees a flower right and they like color it based off of the different right. frequencies that we can't see okay headline is not political at all i promise charcuterie's linked to colon cancer confirmed by french authorities Blow for industry as governments back who data and vows to, who the World Health Organization data and vows to cut additives in ham and cured sausages. Wow, man. What are the French going to do without ham? French health authorities say they have confirmed a link between nitrates added to processed meat and colon cancer. Now, why are they adding nitrates? Is that preservative? Preservatives, yeah. Okay. And, and it's a taste enhancer as well. Dealing a blow to the country's prized ham and cured sausage industry. That's true. The French love their sausage and ham, dog. They take it real mm-hmm. serious over there. The National Food Safety Body said its study of data published on the subject supported similar conclusions. So wait a minute, it's linked to what? Colon cancer? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Wait a minute, haven't we known this for a long time? Nitrates, I love sausage, fuck. But you can get uncured sausage. Like, you can get sausage without nitrates in it, right? Yeah. Like, nitrate-free shit? Okay, yeah. So then that's what we're doing from now on. Nitrates are added to a range of food products to improve their shelf life and flavor. And Oh, they help with flavor. And they help give pork-based products their pink hue. France is one of the world's biggest producers of cold cuts known as charcuterie. I didn't know that. See, this I thought charcuterie, <laughs> I mean, charcuterie board, I just thought that just meant like various little finger foods and shit. I didn't know that charcuterie was the name of like the whole cured meat. Charcuterie is uh, French for a butcher. Oh, don't do that, Rob. Charcuterie. I'm Y'all from, hear this nigga? Charcuterie. I'm from Louisiana, sorry. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, so, uh, charcuterie, which are often consumed as snacks or with early evening drinks. The government immediately announced it would launch an action plan to reduce the use of the additives. Okay. So... This is what kills me. They they're going to reduce the additives. The government immediately announced. Listen to how all the none of these words go together. The government immediately announced that it would launch an action plan to reduce the use of the additives later this year. So this is something that is killing people. It's in the food, and they wanted you to know that right away. They would announce, not t- not take action right away. They were going to announce right away that later on they're going to announce a plan. <laughs> later this year, they're going to announce a plan that will then be implemented at an undisclosed date. That's we are fucking doomed, Rob. You understand that? I honestly believe, and I'll say this over there. I honestly believe if there was ever a real existential threat to humanity. We would we would waste time arguing about it instead of doing something about it. If there was a if there was an imminent, you know, say some being arrived here and was like, hey, listen, y'all don't know this, but it's fucking shit out there in the universe <laughs> and we willing to help y'all, but y'all gotta get it together. Y'all gotta get y'all gotta get all you know, all of this element and that we need all the cobalt on earth. 
If we're going to stand a chance, they're going to be here in a year's time. We would spend six months arguing about it. All the governments of the world would just be, well, I need this. And they would politicize it. They would be like, well, that fucking liberal cobalt or whatever, fucking all, all you woke um, cobalt people. You know, it, it would be some bullshit. We would die. We would die. If there was an asteroid headed here, we would die. If there was, like, if we, if we had full warning, NASA, just stop trying to, we don't even want to create the, we can't even agree to create the warning system. We have no, you, do you guys understand that? We have no, we have no ability to even detect uh, asteroids on a level that would protect us. Sure, we have shit pointed out to, to space and shit pointed out to the asteroid belt and shit pointed out at the Oort cloud, but not in a meaningful way. So we 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 catch a thing every now and then, right? Like remember that shit? Uh, I'm a I'm a do the You know what I'm talking about? It was a it was a it was a long, elongated oh, object. Oh, the, the create something, something. Yeah, they they gave yeah. it a name of like a Hawaiian god or something, but it was like something crazy. And we didn't see that motherfucker coming until it was too late. By the time, by the time we saw it, because it came from outside the solar system. Oumuamua. Amuamua. Amuamua. That ain't how it's spelled, though, is it? No, it's O-U-M-U-A-M-U-A. Okay. Amuamua. So Amuamua, we know it came from outside the solar system based on the speed and trajectory and all of that other shit. But think about that. We didn't see it coming. We didn't know. We didn't notice it until it was so late that we couldn't study it. It, it was. It was going too fast, and it's and now it's gone, right? But there's shit in our solar system that we can't see, and it's because it's just because. I mean, listen, Elon Musk launched Starlink, right? How many thousands of satellites? Like that's what we need. We need to launch thousands of little satellites that's constantly scanning, and even then, I don't even know. Actually, I don't know what we need. I, I have just just strike that from the record i don't know for sure that that's what that that will work but i know that we have the technology and it's simply looked at as a waste because it hasn't happened yet that's that's humanity we gotta we we respond to spankings we need a spanking before we you know any theoretical threat fuck that we 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 ain't getting it all right we need the shit to hit like like the, the way we didn't respond to covid till it was here even though we had a long heads up we that that's how we all behave. Like, so so it's like until it's until there's one headed this way, we ain't gonna do shit about it. We need way more warning than that, cause we cause we don't even know what we would do to stop it. We only let alone what the fuck that is, that is on the way. It's like that that's where we are. It's like as a planet, we can't even all go. Hey guys, there is a serious potential existential threat to humanity. By the way, it's happened several other times before <laughs> and wiped out life everywhere. So, so just in case y'all maybe want to everybody pool in a, a billion or two. So we no, no. Oh, okay. It's like, that's, that's earth right now. That's humanity right now. And I'm supposed to believe in that shit. I'm supposed to believe in that shit. It's nitrates in the charcuterie, my guy. <laughs> There's nitrates in the charcuterie. And this is something that I was not even aware of until just now. And I'm, and it's another thing to add to the list of things that piss me off. Because I don't want... We should be able to do something about nitrate charcuterie, dog. Char- Nitricized... No. We should be able to do something about fucking poisoning the meat. 
at least. Not fucking announce a plan to form a committee that would debate. Fuck that. Kill somebody. Shut them down. Send a strike force. Fucking blow up the sausage factory. Because you know what? Because you know what the sausage people are going to do? They're just going to keep doing it until you stop them. What the fuck is a committee going to do? Tell them to stop? They already know it's poison. Why aren't they stopping? You know what I'm well, saying? They're, they're probably going to fund, they're probably going to do an internal investigation of the nitrates yeah. <laughs> and just determine how dangerous they actually are. I'm going to do an internal investigation and find out why. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen, Rob. I'm glad. Great callback. It, there's going to be, it, media's going to be headed for Earth and we're going to be doing investigations. That is funny. I wonder what would happen. Like, imagine if there was a meteor coming to Earth. We knew it, like, two years in advance. Right, mm-hmm. we know it's like this is on a collision course. We're dead, and, and and we found out that the only way to stop it was we needed some, you know, rare earth metal that is only found in like one country on this planet. The level of dysfunction that would, the level of like global political dysfunction, it, it, it would really have to depend on the country, right? Like, I, it's funny I said cobalt because I know most of the cobalt is in Russia. Mm-hmm. Right, which is what's adding to the to the chip shortage and all that. It would really, it would really depend on what country it was, because I, and I mean it, that would be the end of Africa for sure. Because I think I'm pretty sure that every resource exists on the continent of Africa, so they would definitely rape there first. Mm-hmm. But maybe that wouldn't be enough. I mean, if it was, if it was here, if it was in America. That that would completely change the global hierarchy because the other countries would band together against us. Here, because here, you know what would happen? Here, it would become so politicized that it would paralyze, you know, because it would be like, because right away, you know for sure, right away, these like QAnon level motherfuckers would be like, it's a hoax. Mm-hmm. It's a hoax designed to weaken America, mm-hmm. right? It, you would start getting that kind of shit. They just want to take our resource. It's a hoax, and there would be no amount of scientific evidence. You could you could mail each one of them motherfuckers a telescope, and they would still be like, "Well, that somehow it it's a little peaty. It's a little gif playing inside the telescope." Like they would they would come up with some kind of crazy shit, so they wouldn't have to believe it, right? And 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 then the rest of the world would be like, "We're not waiting on you, motherfuckers." You know what I'm saying? Uh, like eventually, that's what was, that's what would happen. It would be war, and then we would fucking probably nuke the planet anyway. You know, I learned something. Did you know that they developed and tested what was called a a salted nuke? Salted nuke. Salted nuke. It, there's no salt in it. It's called that because of the 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 term salted earth. So basically, it's a nuke that's designed to not do uh, damage necessarily, the physical damage, but it's designed to spread as much radiation as possible. Oh, the it's it's got cobalt in it. It's got cobalt in it. Oh, cobalt is the star of the show. Uh, it's also my favorite gun color, if that matters oh, that, to anybody. Yeah, it's, yeah. it looks pretty sick. I like a sick co- the cobalt. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, yeah, it's got cobalt in it. Cobalt 60, I believe. Um... Look at the but big it doesn't, brain on Brian. Yeah, it doesn't have to be 60, right? It can be... It, but, the, but the point is, it can, there's other elements that could be used, but cobalt is the most... One that makes the most sense. But but that's the shit. We would salt the earth with these salted nukes. 
before we <laughs> pooled our resources <laughs> and saved each other. It's so fucking insane the times we live in. It's because, like the opposite of a neutrino bomb. Oh, yeah. I mean, because what's eventually going to have to happen, what's going to need to happen is a breaking point. We're going to have to split planets. We're going to have to split planets. Like, like, we really need another colony. Or, you know, even if it's just a space station or something, we need somewhere to send people because the, the, the division is getting so crazy here. I don't know what the way out is. Maybe people smarter than me have figured it out. Maybe this is part of their plan. Who the fuck knows? But but I know that I know that and I I know that whatever the problem is, if the solution is not to destroy something or to kill somebody, we can't do it. That's who we are. If the solution to the problem is band together, care about one another, look out for each other. That shit's gone. That shit's long gone. That was the World War Two people. You know what I'm saying? That was the, you know, you know that that was the that was the families in you know in London when it was being bombed by the Germans and they had to like keep the lights off and keep the fire off so as not to like give away the position of where the people was hiding. And it's like nowadays, motherfuckers will be like, shit, I, I need to see. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm cold, nigga. Fuck it. You know what I mean? That that's how you know. Like right now, we know there's a drought. There's a drought right now. And it's always, a, there's a drought every year now, right? And it's getting worse and yeah. worse and worse. And you know what? It's still people out there watering their grass. It's people out there watering their fucking grass in Southern California. That is a desert. Yeah, no, listen, your lawn, and I know this is to be a fact, your lawn can look just as beautiful with, with, with native plants that don't need, you know, grass is not natural here. If you have grass on your lawn, it's it, you're just a succubus or incubus, whatever. But we don't give a fuck. It's like well, shit. My shit look nice though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same with palm trees. We don't need oh yeah, palm the, trees the palm here. trees are all bullshit, and they don't even look good. Mm-mm. Like I don't know. They're if, full of rats too. Like maybe there was a time, like back when they filmed Scarface, where the palm trees in L.A. looked fucking amazing, but they all they don't take care of them. They and they suck up how much water do they drink? I don't know, but it's it's a it's, it's something a insane. Nightmare. They they drink a shitload of the water, the little bit of water that fall that falls here, and they, and I and I'm actually pretty sure they need to be supplemented with. Yeah, water. I think they need to be supplemented, right? And and and, <laughs> and they don't even look good. I don't think that they're that they're well enough taken care of. I don't think they have a what do you call plant? What do you call tree people? Environmentalists? No, they fucking their job is trees. Ar- Arboreal, Arbor Arbor something. No, it's ar- arborists. Arborists, right? I don't think they have arborists. I mean, the city does em- employ arborists, but I don't think they have them like out there sampling each tree and taking. The, it's not meticulous at all because some of these trees look bad. Some of these palm trees are right. They're just full of rats and spiders, and they they they're falling a fuck apart. They don't look healthy. They're not green and lush like you see in the movies. It's all. Wow. Is this podcast just me complaining? That's what it feels like today. It feels like me just trying to convince people to <laughs> to jump ship. Um, There's a lot of shit worth complaining about right now. Oh, fuck. Okay. I guess we're just going all in. Chili unveils its new charcuterie. No, con- its new constitution. <laughs> Chili unveils its proposed new constitution. 
But the country's cycle of political change remains in flux ahead of a September referendum on the progressive charter. Uh, you've read this, right, Rob? Mm-hmm. Give me the skinny because they, yeah, they want me to pay a lot to read the rest. Uh, because it's it's sort of a laundry list of sort of progressive and uh, pro labor um, uh, a wish list of their policy proposals, but it also includes elements about rights for the environment itself. So they're going to be voting on this in September, but it's at this point the most progressive constitution that any you know nation has actually proposed, and the people are going to vote. Yeah. Well, that's another country we're about to invade. <laughs> There is no, look, I'm telling you right now, there is no way that we're going to let a country, all right, I'm just saying, mark my words, I guarantee you there's a military action in Chile before the before this this referendum happens. That is very positive. Did you see John Bolton uh, in the interview talking about his role in previous coup d'etats? No. He just admitted it talking to Jake Tapper. Yeah, we ain't letting this happen because, <laughs> because, because listen, listen, guys. I don't know what the solution is. I, I I know that a lot of times people that are uh, anti-communism or anti-progressivism, their argument is that it doesn't work. It's never worked. Um, but a lot of times those people presuppose that what we have right now is working, right? It, like, cause if you think what's happening now is working, cause so I, I, one of those people that truly believes that the solution is somewhere in the middle, P- probably, uh, you know, capitalism with heavily, with heavily influenced by communist ideals, right? Or what they, what they're calling it now is, you know, compassionate capitalism, right? Um, but that's me. Right. But I do know that hardcore died in the wool, uh, law of iron wages, capitalists, they want to destroy any. They want you to believe that any kind of progressivism doesn't work, which is why they sabotage any country that shows a little bit of interest in such a thing, because this because this will work if it passes, but it won't. And, or maybe it won't, but we'll never find out because they not let they, they they are scared to death of you seeing it work somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because then you're gonna be like, well, why the fuck we can't do it? Right? Right? It's like the same people here that try to convince you that universal health care don't work, and it's working all around the world. Right? The same people that try to convince you that like there's no need for you know paid leave when a woman is pregnant or has a baby. And it's working. It's working all around the world, you know. It's like, but somebody that's full on progressive constitution where the environment has rights. You think they're gonna let that shit slide? Hell no. We somebody gonna die. Somebody gonna die, or they, somebody gonna get planted, or it's gonna be some kind of destabilization effort. And we might not be directly involved, but but rest assured, billions are gonna get spent to cut that shit out, and. And within our lifetime, we're going to find out. Just like we found out about Iran-Contra, mm-hmm. we, this gonna, it's going to come out that we sabotage this shit. I'm trying to tell you right now. That's just me. That's my prediction. But mark this shit. Put it out there. Okay, one more before we get the fuck out of here. Oh, fuck. No, 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 no. I have a lot of fan shit to answer. Let's do it. Um. Okay, so let's start at... 
here. Uh, the homie Jerry. Jerry says, hey, Brian, it's Tattoo Jerry. Okay. With another widely publicized mass shooting under our collective uh, American belts. Highland Park, although by the time you read this, we may have, have a more recent mass shooting. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> How long do you think before we have active snipers at all large gatherings and events, etc.? If it gets to that point, do we feel safer that we know someone is up there watching for activity or is it scarier because we always know there's somebody, probably a man, who is a train shot that's up in some window peering down at everyone? Keep up the good work, champ. See you next time. You're in Austin. You in Austin, Jerry? Okay. Um, yeah, Jerry is somebody I used to know from a bar I worked at. And um, he was like a also a bartender, but also the head of the lead in the heavy metal band. Sick. Um, also a tattoo artist. You remember think, the name of the I, band? No. I think because they, they played their last show. It was something hammer. But they played their last show uh, right before I left, like five years ago or something, seven years ago. So anyway, um, um, this is, no, I don't think that we're going to have snipers on the roof, uh, trained snipers on the roof at major events because, I mean, unless those snipers are cops, I don't think that's going to be allowed legally. I don't think you can hire a sniper. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think that's preserved for people they deem important, like politicians and foreign dignitaries and shit like that. So, like, unless you have, you know, Hunter Biden at your event, the chances of you getting a sniper or like overwatch the crowd is slim to none. Um, Also, I think hiring snipers to protect people would that implies that the government gives a fuck whether you live or die. And that's just not the case at all. Yeah, that's my answer to that. Uh, let's see, huh? This is from Timothy. Um, dear advice champ. Uh, again, if you want advice, I'm going to say it again at the end, but some people seem to really get past it. If you want advice, email us at bswithbriansimpson at gmail.com. That may change in the future, but that's what it is right now. Uh BS with Brian Simpson at gmail.com. Um, and if you want to, if you want advice, email us at BS with Brian Simpson at gmail.com. Uh, please change the names if you don't, you know, if you want it hidden because it gets confusing and not, um, because I'm going to read it as your name. I'm only going to say the first name if you, if that's what you include, but I, I don't want you to be identifiable, you know, because you don't know who wants smoke and who don't. Um, also, don't message me on Instagram. Don't write things in the comments because I may I'm not going to read it or I may read it, but I'm not going to respond because that just makes it way too difficult to gather shit from each place. If you want advice, email me. Okay. Um, Okay, dear advice champ, I'm a regular listener to the podcast and I look forward to your next visit to New York City to do stand up. I'm 32 single and I work as an architect. I've been lucky to keep my job during COVID-19, but living in this city with six loft mates and working this job the last seven years has got me feeling burned out. I need more privacy and architecture in practice is a lot of boring work compared to the idealized version that I study in school. Also, the pay is bad for the amount of bureaucracy and effort it takes to build anything cool. I sometimes fear that life is going to pass me by in this burned out state of mind. 
Every day I wake up and fantasize about leaving my job to become an artist and paint full time. I've been doing art as a hobby since high school, and I make sure to practice every day for at least 30 minutes in order to get better. Here's where I need advice. I haven't tried to sell any art yet, and rent is very high right now, but I want to move to an apartment with more privacy and some studio space to be a full-time artist. It feels impossible in such an expensive city with high inflation, but this is where my life and friends are. Where do I begin? You're one of my favorite comedians, and you have a unique perspective. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Tim in Brooklyn. Well, Tim, it sounds like you have the answer to your own question. You just don't like the answer. You know, because this happens all the time. People ask for advice. You know, it's like people waste time worrying about what they should do when there's only one thing they can do. Right? And it's like... um as hard as it's going to be, you're going to have to move, my guy. Because right now you're surviving from architecture or whatever. And I know that in the architect world, it's pretty much like the entertainment world where you have to be in L.A. or New York. If you're going to be an architect in America, I mean, unless you have your own firm, it's like that's where they that's where they go to, like, come up in the architect world. And it's, you know, but it sounds like you hate what you do. You're not happy. You don't have peace. And the thing is, unless you have nothing is ever worth your peace. If you don't have peace, then you're not you're not your full self. You're going to feel like shit every day because you what are you doing? You live in a city you, you don't want to live in that you can barely afford to live in. You got. Was it six or seven? Six, I think he said six loft mates. I'm, and I'm assuming you're not fucking none of them. So you <laughs> so you you have six roommates and. You're 32 years old, and I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm I've lived that life, <laughs> you know. It's like I I was 32 when I moved to LA. I've had roommates ever since. I've had roommates my whole life, and I'm over it, you know. And I mean, now I'm at the point where I don't where I can start thinking about not having roommates. Um, but my dream was here. Your dream is not in New York. You not dream. You didn't dream of being an architect. You want to be an artist, and you don't have to be in New York with six roommates to be an artist. You know, I have no idea where that what that looks like for you, but I imagine that you can just start putting some feelers out, man. You know, you within your industry, I'm sure you have. You ain't the first person to leave architecture. Um, it it burns people out a lot, and I'm sure. You probably know a motherfucker that know a motherfucker that know a motherfucker that's you can finesse your architect experience into a job in the art world. Start out finding like a gallery or something. You and you might be able to find something in New York, but you know, you can have gallery experience because that's it, it's a lot of bullshit jobs in art. You know what I mean? And you can, if you, you know, working in a gallery or being a curator or something like that, even outside of New York, um, is it, it, possible. But but you're going to, you know, you're going to have to change something. You can't you can't just keep doing the same thing. Right. So like I, you said, like you named all the articles. You don't want to move because that's where your friends are. You can make new friends. You ain't had no friends when you moved there. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, keeping your same group of friends. I mean, you can stay friends with people and not live in New York City. Because trust me when I tell you, because here's, here's the other thing. You want your own space. 
you know? And I think I'm what people would consider a relatively successful comedian. And I still, I can barely afford my own. That's the reason I still have roommates. It, I just, I would, I think I need to leave LA if I want the space I really want. You know, and, and it's even worse in New York. I mean, you probably, I mean, you want your, you want your own, you want your own place with space to do art in New York City. It's not going to happen. You got to be a millionaire if you want that. Right? Yeah. You got to leave. You have to leave New York. You know. You can go adjacent. You can you can move to Pennsylvania. You can be you can move to Jersey. You can be a train right away. Yeah. And you can still maintain those relationships. There's also shit right outside the city. Um Nyack mm-hmm. is out there. It's like other places. But yeah, staying in New York isn't an option if you want your own space in an art studio. That's just that's not something that exists. You know, for an affordable amount. Right, but that's just me. Um, but I appreciate you thinking I'm one of your favorite comedians. Hey there, Vice Champ. Was wondering if you ever attended any crazy barracks parties while you were active duty, and if you got rowdy at them too. Was also wondering what's the harshest advice you've ever gotten, and what's the harshest advice you'd ever had to give. Thanks, Advice Mommy. Uh, well, well, of course I've. It, there's a lot of questions. Uh, of course, I've attended um, crazy barracks parties. I'm not sure if they ever got crazy just because you couldn't really get crazy on base for real. I mean, some of them got a little out of control, but no, the craziest parties were definitely not at the barracks. Um, was also wondering what's the harshest advice I've ever gotten and what's the harshest advice I've ever given. Hmm. I think the harshest advice I ever got was probably when, man, because that's happened in so many stages of my life. But specific to that time, the harshest advice I got was, um, was when my 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 uh, warrant officer uh, told me not to get married. <laughs> I mean, he he all but ordered me not to get married. And I was like, but I'm in love and all this other shit. And he was like, well, you know, you can be, you can be stupid like everybody else. You can be a statistic or you can fucking listen to me, you know? And he was right. He was right. Why didn't you want you to get married? Because it wasn't smart, <laughs> you know, because, you know, the military, the, the, just statistically speaking, not everybody, but most people. Most people that join the military are, they are leaving a worse situation. They're leaving a worse town, a worse home, whatever. And they're coming into a situation where for the first time in their life, they have autonomy, they have safety, they have financial security, and they lose their fucking minds. The point is, and you you bring some girlfriend or boyfriend from back home, they're in the same situation, except they're not in the military. They free to do whatever they want. And, you know, it's like, imagine you move from some podunk town and now all of a sudden you're in San Diego. You know, you're surrounded by people that want to fuck you all of a sudden. You have no accountability. You know, your real personality comes out. So it's like you're, you're, 
just distinctly speaking, two 18-year-olds that's just having money, and it ain't even a lot of money, but, you just, but you're just having financial security for the first time. You're in a new place. You know, you don't really know yourself. You got married, so you could get out the barracks. You got married because you thought it was cute. You got married because you finally could. And they, they just usually don't last. You know, you're marrying a stranger because you don't know what they're going to transform into once they exposed to like adult responsibilities. So it's just I I advise that nobody get married in the, on your first enlistment. You know, if you join in the military and you 18 years, don't you fucking dare get married. Don't do it. If she love if y'all love, love you and love, she'll bitch love you in five years. Just wait it out. Okay, and what's the worst, harshest advice I've ever had to give? Well, that that right there. All right, thank you for sending in the email there. Advice for a new stand-up. Chris Cook. Big fan, fan podcast. Your banter with your wicked smart co-host. Hey. They think you're wicked smart. I'm a British comedian. Well, there you go right there. Just stop doing comedy. No. Just getting started with 10 performances. I'm big into politics and want to preach like George Carlin, Bill Hicks, and Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I can write jokes, but I only enjoy it if I'm dropping truth bombs. My last two sets were my first 10 minutes, and they weren't great. How do I avoid delivering a lecture no one signed up for when so much is wrong with the world and I have so much shit I want to say? Here's a clip of me killing in Atlanta. Well, I'm not going to watch that. What I will say <laughs> is... um. You can't do. How, how, how do I try to put this? You can't do comedy with an agenda. You know, you're sort of putting the cart before the horse. It's like comics don't make things funny. We observe what is funny, what is ridiculous, what is askew. And so by you deciding what you. By you trying to decide the topic ahead of time, you're setting yourself up for your arguments to sound contrived or for you being one of these comics that just quotes political opinions from Twitter. You know, it, it, you're doing this agreeable comedy, this applause comedy. So I, I, what I'd say is um, stop deciding ahead of time what your jokes are going to be about. I mean, it, I don't, I don't, let, me, let me reword that. Like you ever heard the saying that comed- that uh, that comics say funny shit and comedians say shit funny it i don't like the way that's worded but it's it, the the point applies right is that if you're a funny person and you're being vulnerable and open then when you are simply ranting about these subjects funny things will come up those are the things that go in your act you know, it's like because it's a it, you know, it's a Venn diagram. It's what you think is funny. You test it out in front of an audience. What they think is funny. Boom. And you keep the shit that fits into both circles. That's what it is. You're trying to shoehorn politics into your comedy and you don't have funny shit to say about it. You know what I mean? Or maybe you do. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna watch this clip. Yeah, that was that was enough. Um, hey, man, you just green. You're just green. I mean, there was there were a lot of things wrong. I don't. I again. I only watched thirty seconds of that clip. There are a lot of things wrong with with that. But those are all things that you're just gonna have to learn. You know, 
the hard way. The fact that like you assume that your audience knew a lot of things. So when you when you got to the part you thought was going to be funny, you heard a few snickers, but you didn't get, you know, you got you have to talk to everybody in the room, the smartest people and the dumbest people. So, you know, it, it's the equivalent of making like only pop culture references. You know what I mean? Like if I had a joke about, you know, and I just like so Obi Wan Kenobi, and it's like, well, some people don't know what the fuck that is. Anyway, you you'll you'll get it. It's fine. You just need to keep doing it. You only been doing it for how long? Did you say? I didn't. I didn't. Hear I think it. he said he had three performances. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, you'll be fine. Dude. It takes ten. Or years ten? To no, get, he said ten performances. Well, it takes ten years to get to the point where you're not green anymore. Yeah, pretty much somewhere near there. Um, but I mean, you know what? Like the thing is, the the people that he's mentioning, like George Carlin, Bill Hicks, and Dave Chappelle. I mean, like three of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Uh, they all had a perspective, and their perspective came through in the in the things that they talked about. But they still had a comedic perspective on the on those topics. Right. Like like Bill Hicks. The he was he wasn't preaching to the choir because he was talking about things from an angle that they had not thought of them from because he was unique in the way that he saw these political and cultural issues. Precisely. You hear that? Okay, this is from Bjorn. Hey, what's up, Bjorn? My brother is currently an inmate in Fayetteville, Pennsylvania Penitentiary. Okay. He was previously in Marionville. He worked in the kitchen in both locations, and in both places, the meat he used to cook f- had a label on it saying, not for human consumption. <laughs> it's for making dog food. They are feeding this to prisoners. All PA prisoners get their food from the same place. This is obviously illegal and immoral. I can't get any pictures because no one can get in there. How do we do anything about this? Hmm. I don't fucking know, man. Um, I mean, because it's, it's not news that uh, they mistreat prisoners, right? And prison reform is so easily um, pushed back against because it's easy to lump everyone in with the worst people. It's easy to go. Because, you know, whenever they talk about prisoners, they always go rapists and murderers. When the vast majority of people in prison are neither one of those, right? So, um, I don't know what the solution to this would be. I mean, I, I'm, I guess I'm, I guess I'm highlighting it by reading this on my podcast, but um, this is not anywhere near the biggest podcast in the world or anything like that. I mean, you probably need a. Uh, there have been cases in the past of um, prisons feeding dog food, essentially beef beef trimmings that were intended for dog food or animal feed two prisoners and then they get caught and articles get written about it and then there's a settlement out of it but i would say in this case that you would need a whistleblower of some yeah of some kind. you would need a whistleblower yeah somebody in the chain that isn't a prisoner and you need evidence you need photographic evidence that you can bring to but the how you, da how do you even fucking get that i don't know, I don't know man i mean that, that's why you need a whistleblower you need somebody who's in a position where you know they're a corrections officer who works in that section of the prison and can take some pictures or testify to that. It's tough. All right. Two more questions real quick because we're going to run long. Okay. Hey, Brian, you grew up in foster care. This is from Sarah. 
You grew up in foster care, correct? Would you ever consider fostering or adopting a child? Why or why not? No, I would not. Um, and it's just because I don't think I have the tools to uh, help a damaged child. Maybe. It depends. If somebody could talk me into marriage first, maybe. And if my wife was an angel of some kind, perhaps. But th- those are two those are two other things that are very unlikely. My friend, Stoven, and I used to work together to make sketches we would put on YouTube as a shared hobby. It felt like a lot of work when filming, but we were always proud of our finished project and found it was worth it in the end. Stoven moved away years ago, but we... Now find ourselves living in the same city once again. Unlike myself, Stoven has a real job and generally seems to have his shit together. I talked to him about starting up again when he has time and showed him some script ideas I had. Um, <clears throat> Stoven seemed very excited about getting back to sketch making and even had full support from his girlfriend, now ex. Things fizzled out on our first attempt, which was a rather ambitious project. Months passed and Stoven comes to me with his own premise for a series of sketches. I eagerly agree, but he bailed without notice on our first meeting, and it was never rescheduled. Finally, we were forced to work together on a project that was a video gift for a mutual friend's birthday. This proved to me that we still had the magic. We collaborated effortlessly, and our video was an undeniable highlight of the party. I'm now more sure than ever that Stoven and I should keep creating together. Here's the problem. I believe Stoven is a gaming addict. Outside of work, all he seems to do is play video games or D&D with friends over Discord. We've talked briefly about his depression, and I think he uses gaming as a way to distract himself from it. I know the feeling all too well, as do I, my friend. Making sketches is difficult, and a lot of the process isn't fun, which makes it hard to compete with the ease and thrill of starting up a wild raid. But I believe it will be a bunch more rewarding for him in the end. How can I convince Stoven he should cut out a significant portion of his gaming time to help me make art? Or should I accept that he's ultimately his own man and if making sketches was something he really wanted to do, he'd stop bailing on projects and reschedule meetups? How do you balance your own gaming addiction with family, friends, work, etc.? Philip. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong name. Philip L. Um. Well... <clears throat> Um, I, I've I've certainly been in this situation or or a similar situation. Um, I've I've definitely gotten lost in a video game before. I don't know if it ever rose to the level of gaming addiction. Um, I have friends that have had a problem, and I have some friends that have a fucking problem for sure. And I don't know how to snap them out of it. Um. You know, I. But but the thing is, like, you can't make a motherfucker. This is like any other addiction. You can't make somebody want better for themselves. You know, you can bring it up. You can go, hey man, I think you have a problem. Hey man, I think you're gaming. Because because here's the thing: it's not an addiction, technically, until it's having an adverse effect on your life and you still can't stop. <laughs> you know, otherwise it's just a enthusiastic hobby, right? Uh, maybe you know if he's not making money, he's not streaming, he's not doing something. If it, if it, did it cost him his girlfriend, or did he start gaming after she left? You know, it, if it's costing him things, then maybe you should bring it up to him. Maybe you know sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. But you know, outside of you letting him know that he has a 
an issue. Um, so if that's your friend, all you can do is let them know how you feel. But, you you know, there's no. There's no solution to somebody being an addict, you know, other than them wanting to stop. And man, they just keep coming out with games, <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah, it's going to be tough. Well, one thing that jumped out at me, I don't want to know what your opinion on this is. He mentioned playing D&D with friends. And it's like, that's a different, it's a different thing. That's more of a social outlet. That doesn't sound to me like what I imagine when somebody says they have a gaming addiction. I usually think of a gaming addiction as more of a solitary, although I guess like, I guess shooters and stuff, that's, that's multiplayer online. I don't know. This sound this sounds less this sounds less like I'm not convinced that his friend actually has a gaming addiction necessarily. No? No. He says outside of work all he seems to do is play video games or D&D. Oh, you think maybe this is something with their friendship. I think I mean it could be. I I would just say I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying this the person who wrote in should should make an honest self-assessment of is their friend really addicted to games or are they hurt that their friend doesn't want to make videos with them and so rather than accept like maybe my friend just isn't into this thing that we used to do he has to pathologize his friend's the competing hobbies that his friend has is that what's going on? Honest self-assessment. Write us back. Uh, again, guys, if you would like advice from the advice champ, just email bswithbrownsimpson at gmail.com. Trying to be doing that and, uh, and I will get back to you on the next episode. That's a good news. Also, sponsorship, offer code BS20 at manscaped.com.